world's on fire, our culture's disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Dobbenmeyer. Because I'm the coach, that's why. Because I'm the coach, that's why. Hey, thanks for joining us here today, man. Crazy. Last 24 hours, crazy. A lot of crazy things going on around us. Uh, um, you know, the Bible says that the Lord's going to shake the earth. going to shake it. I think there's a shaking going on. I don't, I don't know what you guys think. And for the most part, of just about everything that I've believed in my life, every institution I've believed in, everything, uh, it's cracking. You do see that, don't you? You do see it? That it's all cracking. It's all coming apart. Because why? Because it, hasn't, it wasn't built on a firm foundation. Jesus was the rock. And at one point we were established on that rock and it was a firm foundation, but it isn't anymore. And we're seeing the consequences of it. But see, this is going to be our the church's finest hour. We're going to shine like we have never shined. But I want you to, if you're looking at me, I want you to understand this. The average Christian that you hang around ain't got any idea what's going on. And they think you're crazy. Well, what, you know, what, what do you do? I mean, what are you going to do? George, you cannot fire hose them. You cannot jackhammer them. You can just continue to share share the truth with them. Because the Bible tells us it's the Holy Spirit that guides us into all truth. If they don't have the Holy Spirit, folks, they, they aren't going to see it. And so keep your frustration level down. Don't make enemies where you don't have to make enemies. Speak truth where it needs to be truth. But you cannot convince somebody of truth. They have to come to it on their own. And one of the things that I just experienced last week, and I, t- I talked about it when I went to the, when I went to a, a funeral, and I was in a funeral in this what we would call a uh, traditional uh, a denominational church, and it doesn't matter what denomination they are because they're all the same. And as I sat there, I'll be honest with you, I don't know how anybody could ever find Christ in that place. It was all just rote repetition, just like a, just like a, just a bunch of mummies, just a bunch of robots saying what the pastor said, the female pastor said, and just that no spirit, dead spirit. And Spencer, real quickly, uh, go to Mr. Webster real quick and pull up uh, Ichabod, Ichabod, ICA, uh, when you know it. Okay, well, kick it. It's not in there. Look up Ichabod, pull up another, pull up another version of a dictionary, look up Ichabod and see what it says. Because the Bible says that Ichabod has been written over the door. Ichabod has been written over the door. What is Ichabod? I'm sorry, I should have this ready for. The word enter in a dictionary doesn't say, okay, well, here's what it means. Ichabod means the spirit has departed. That's what Ichabod means. And unfortunately, that is so true in America because it's departed the churches. Ichabod, thank you. Thank you. Ichabod, according to Wikipedia, when you know it, is without glory, or where is the glory? As is mentioned in the first book of Samuel, the son of Phineas, 
a priest at the biblical sh uh, shrine of Shiloh, who's born yada, 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 and uh, the glory has departed. That comes from 2 Samuel 4, 21, 22. Can you click on that real quick, Spence? First book is Samuel 4, 21, 22. 4, 21, 22. What's it say? I'm sorry. Folks, this is off the top of my head. Bear with me. Joe's going to take us, going to lead us in communion here in a second. Uh, 21, 22, it says. 4, 21, 22. Mm. <laughs> Go back there. Thanks. And it says down at the bottom. Wow. Why does that happen? Down to bottom. Okay, 4, 21, 22. And she named the child Ichabod, saying that, and about the time of her death, the woman that stood by her said unto her, Fear not, for thou hast been born a son. But she answered not, neither did she regard it. And she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory is departed from Israel. Because the ark of God was taken, because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory is departed from Israel, for the ark of God is taken. Ichabod written over the door. And I really believe that's a lot of what we're dealing with in America. Ichabod over the door. The spirit, the glory, the supernatural has departed the American church in particular. And uh, Christianity has just become, for the most part, just another lifestyle that people lead, just another thing they get involved with. And uh, so we're in the midst of it. And, and the Bible says that you, if you're in this queue right now today, you're a peculiar person. You're, you're an oddball, okay? If, if you are drawn here every day, you're an oddball. And quit going out and looking for the affirmation of those who don't get it. Right? Many are called, few are chosen. Broad is the way, narrow is the gate. And I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of people sitting in American churches who know Jesus but have never met the Holy Spirit. And that's 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 part of the issue. Okay, I'll, I'll get off of it. I got so much. I'm so full of it today. Um, we're gonna we're gonna pray. I'm gonna ask. Um, hey, Joe, go ahead, uh, folks. We're gonna take communion. So if you have, yeah, please get the elements. Get ready to do that. We're gonna do uh, do the elements. We're gonna pray. I got some updates to give you. I got a great show for you. I promise you. Hey, hey, hang on. It ain't a show. I'm sorry I said that. We have great fellowship time together. I, I promise you. Let's go, Joe. Uh, morning, Coach. Yeah, thank you. And um, I, I can I can say that I I believe that uh, most of the churches in America uh, sort of push God out of the church, and He can't stay in the environment that's there now. Joe, more importantly, Joe, they've pushed out the Holy Spirit. The supernatural yeah. is, for most part, is not welcome. In American churches, it's not welcome. In fact, you run into a lot of Christians, and you start being full of the zeal of the Lord, and they think there's something wrong with you. Everybody, you, you guys with me? Say, what happened to Betty? She have a Betty have a stroke? What the heck happened to her? Right? Because she's got, and, the, Holy, she's got the Holy Spirit now, right? And they can't even they can't even recognize why. And, and you know, Coach, um, the youth today are are fasting and uh, searching for zeal. Yes, they are a spiritual relationship with a hot with something higher. And unfortunately, they're Ooh. often hooking it up in New Age. Hey, and Joe. So the darks, the young people are believing in the dark side supernatural, aren't they? 
So they know there's a supernatural side. Yeah. But they're being bombarded daily with the dark side. They believe in that. New age, all that. They believe in all that stuff. Transgenderism. Folks, that's that's all that's that's stupid stuff, right? Where's the church? Where's the church? Where's the um, and there's a I take a prophetic class uh, in one one of the two churches I go to, and there's a young couple there who are ex- bursting with uh, a spiritual connection with the Holy Spirit and bursting with potential, and uh, and they had been uh, in in the New Age things quite deep. Mm. There was a lot of deliverance happening literally on the floor and stuff uh, in contortions. But now they're just amazing because they, because they, they understood how real it is. And they're just amazed at how uh, with, with Jesus and how, and they, and, and they just dove in to the deep end instantly. Amen. Yeah. I didn't yeah. take 50 years. <laughs> Joe. To folks, raise their hand. Folks, are you looking at me? The supernatural is not welcome in the church. This no. is pockets charismaniacs and this pocket pockets of that. But like some of the stuff that that Randy has us doing, not I'm not patting us on the back. Some stuff that Randy has doing us, boy, that is supernatural work, isn't it? Isn't that supernatural work? Casting down imagination, pulling down strongholds, isn't that supernatural work? Oh, it's oh yeah, it certainly is. See, but see, we what has happened to us? Bear with me, folks. What has happened to them is they call they call it charismatic. Pull that up, pull it up, uh, Spencer. Charismatic. Char- you probably will find it in Webster's. Probably wasn't even such a thing. Charismatic. No, spelled wrong. Char- no, charismatic. 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 Charisma. Pull it up. It's from charisma. 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 What is charisma? <clears throat> Charismatic, of or relating to by charisma. Well, what is charisma? <laughs> Look at that. I remember a denomination that said, what is charisma? A rare personal quality attributed to leaders who arouse fervent, popular devotion and enthusiasm, personal magnetism or charm, and an extraordinary power, such as the ability to perform miracles granted by the Holy Spirit. Charisma. So we call them charismatic because why? They're works-based. They're miracle-based. And folks, miracles, um, I, we, I, we heard from our friend Chris Clegg last night. And uh, Chris Clegg's been going through some, some issues and, uh, you know, asking for prayer. I said, dudes, folks, healing is the children's bread. Somebody look that up for me. Where is that? You don't have to beg for bread. You don't have to beg for it. My my kids don't have to come to me and say, "Dad, can can I please have a sandwich today? Can I can I, can I, can I say what the heck? Come on, Amanda, you know where all the food is. Help yourself, right? Healing is the children's bread. Boom. But see, we don't know the power. We don't know the power, and so you know what happens to us? We end up chasing charismatic leaders because they have a gift of healing. What? Do I have a gift of healing? I sure do. I just don't know how to exercise it properly. I have the power to be able to do it. Anybody find gift of healing yet? Anybody find, or healing is the children's bread? Anybody find that? Jeremiah 30, 17. Thank you. Jeremiah 30, 17. Jeremiah 30, 17. 
not to beg God for healing. For I will restore health unto you, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because thou art called an outcast, saying, this is Zion whom no man, that's not it. No, that's not it. Sorry. And that's all right, man. I'm to be sorry. Nobody else has trumped you yet. So healing is the children. We're supposed to be getting healed. Huh? Instead, we're taking medicine, eloquence, and ludicrous, and lapcris, and taking all these pharmacia. When God has them said, lay hands on your brother and he will recover. Lay hands on your brother and he will recover. That's what it says. Doesn't it? I think so. Why doesn't it? But he answered and said, it's not me to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Well, that's it, but that's still not the version. Healing is the children's bread. Somebody will find it. I don't want to get bogged down on it, right? And so because we want to be healed, because we want to be healed, we go chasing after healers. Go to big crusades and watch Benny Hinn do it. Healing is the children's bread. Kenneth Hagin. What? Healing is the children's bread. Matthew 15, 22 through 29. Anyway, I'm just trying to let you know that's what it's there, okay? That's what it's there for. We're supposed to be healed. Supposed to be healed. Now, hang on. Hang on. You're not going to be healed if you continue to eat poison, do some of that stuff. Cleanse your temple, clean up to some of those things because the natural consequence of some of the things that we do. If I drink gasoline, I can pray all I want to, that I'll be healed. <laughs> Odds are pretty good. I ain't going to make, I'd take a supernatural thing, right? But the idea, the idea of me having to be prayed for and People beg God to heal me. Come on. Because the supernatural's left the church. Spirit's departed. So since we're not getting this stuff in the church, we go someplace else. I was had Craig on. Listen, stay with me. So I was on the phone with Chris and Shelly Clegg yesterday, and I said to Shelly, she wouldn't mind me sharing this. I'm not talking behind her back. She kept saying, if the Lord and if and if, if this happens and if that happens. I said, will you stop it? Michelle's my witness. So you're double-minded. What do you mean if? Take the word if and replace it with when. Not if the Lord heals me, but when the Lord heals me. Not if I have enough money, but when I have enough money. Not if I lose 20 pounds, but when I lose 20 pounds. See, if allows doubt. It allows doubt. Amen. Mark, Brett says, Mark 7.27. Mark 7.27, the healing's bread. Folks, watch what you say. Watch what you say. The Bible teaches us that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled, for it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it under dogs. That's still not it. That's still not it. Healing is, we'll find it. We'll find it. Joe. Give us some bread, will you, brother? Yes, sir. My privilege. For the love of Christ. Hang on, Joe. Lord, I pray right now, Lord. We we speak against that spirit of doubt and fear right now. And we declare that Jesus Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords over every condition. And Lord, I'm believing even right now as some of my brothers and sisters with the revelation they just got, when they eat this wafer today, you're going to touch their body and heal them in Jesus' name. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, yeah, and speaking against doubt and fear, Coach, it reminds me of my firm belief is 
if we pray from perspective of doubt and fear, we're probably not going to see the response, have the receive yeah. the response we want. If he heals, that, that's he a, heals. I believe that's a sin. I think we, if, but if we pray from expectation, with expectation, knowing we pray, we can pray from sitting at the right hand of the Father as a part of the body with our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray from there, expecting the word, asking you shall receive. Then it's a whole different perspective to pray from. Amen, man. Amen. Huh? Look, let me ask you something. When you go to the doctor, you expect to be healed? I, I do. That's what I'm paying him all that money for. When you go to the great physician, do you expect to be healed? No, if he heals me. How many of you go to the doctor and say, you go to, how many go to the doctor and say, if he heals me, if I get healed, if I get better? No, come on. Go ahead, Joe. I'm all okay. over. I, I'm feeling this, though, man. Look, I, I'm feeling this. I want you to feel it, too. The problem is not on God's end. The problem's on ours. Okay. Um, for the love of Christ cometh, constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Amen. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Amen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things Thank become you, Lord. new. Thank you, Lord. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us unto him, uh, to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed us unto us the word of reconciliation. Amen. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. Amen. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. Amen. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, you, that Lord. we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful again today for this day that you have made and we rejoice with each other in it. We are grateful that our lungs are full and our hearts are beating and that we have this technology which would be have been called miraculous in earlier days. And we are able to meet from all parts of this great country that you gave us. And we pray, Lord, that, that you open the hearts of those who avoid the spiritual life, who avoid the Holy Spirit, who hide from it and 
keep it out of their churches and congregations and lives. We beseech you, Lord, to open their eyes, open their hearts, overwhelm them with your love, bring tears of love and joy into their eyes as they receive the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we ask that you forgive us our sins and our transgressions as we take communion this morning, bring us cleansed into your sight in this very holy moment. And we ask you to bless the bread and the, and the drink representing the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ that was shed for us two millennia ago, that we who believe in him may have everlasting life and not perish. And we ask you also, Lord, to put in us the spirit of boldness to open our mouths with the words that Christ would have us say at the right opportunity, the right moment, and share his word and let people that we bring into the family of Christ, let them instantly, Lord, receive the Holy Spirit in tongues and and know from their first moment of being a Christian that it is a supernatural experience and blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 The same night uh, which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome, sir. My privilege. I know this. I know this. Amen. 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 <clears throat> no, people ask me, they don't ask me, how come Joe gets to do it every week? How, well, I'd like to do it. Well, Joe does it because Joe volunteered to do it. And I think he's doing a pretty good job of it. Anybody out there think we ought to fire, fire, fire Joe? Think we ought to fire Joe? No. Nope. Nope. People get mad. They say, well, how come Myra gets to pray every month? Of course, Myra volunteered to do it. About what? Somebody they go to fire Myra? Why should we fire Myra? You, you want to no. pray? You want to pray? Pray. You want to pray? Pray. Amen. Huh? Quit being so jealous out there, will you? Encourage one another. Strengthen one another. Yeah, pride cometh before a fall. Hey, we're all prideful. Come on, let's be honest. We all are, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a, I fight it every day. I fight it every day. Well, yo, you probably do too, right? Come on, love one another, encourage one another, strengthen one another. If Ray LeBlanc is messing up, 
I don't call Chad and talk to him about Ray LeBlanc. I call Ray LeBlanc. Say, hey, man, Ray, can I help you here, man? Huh? I, I try to coach him. Stop attacking. Coach, attack. Love, be nice, encourage, strengthen. What if, what if the Lord swatted you every time you screwed up? Hey, I warned you about that, whack. We got to get a new God here. We got to get a new Savior here. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Roger, come on in. Yeah, I want to get rid of Joe. Yeah, me too. I, I want to get rid of me sometimes. I got a I got a beef with him that he's really every every Friday he's there. Yep. Every Friday he's obedient. Yep. Dad's every Friday home. he's consistent. I think it's time for him to go. Let's get him out of here, huh? Let's hey, let's 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 find some black le- black lesbian twenty. Let's let's be a little bit more diverse here, right? <laughs> He's not a he's not diverse enough for me, and he's from California. It's yeah, enough. Yeah. He's got to go. That's right. Got to go. Got to go. Amen. Amen. Okay. Let me let me throw a couple things out there real quickly. Okay. Uh, uh, Pastor Bill Dunphy is going to trial on Monday. He found out yesterday. He is going to trial on Monday. So those of you who are in that area who could get there, it's probably he said probably going to be a day and a half trial. Because it's a trial before a, a, it's a bench trial, probably only a day and a half. And as many of you out there who can get there, please try to get there to support Pastor Bill Dunphy uh, on uh, Monday and Tuesday, as I, as I see it. Okay. Look, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time. If, if you have questions for, text me something like that. Okay. Uh, okay, Mary Beth, what did you what did you want? Okay, uh, um, where was I? The the, the uh, ten people in uh, Tennessee go to trial on Monday as well. So we're going to pray here on that whole situation. It's as critical now as forever. For those of you who can't be there next week, be in intercession. Hey, look, we've already pulled that kingdom down, huh? Oh yeah, well, yeah, we have, we have. I'm not at liberty to say some things because we don't want the enemy to know exactly what's going on, right? But I'm telling you this, we're going to see God move and do miracles in Pastor Bill Dunphy and in those uh, 10 people down in Tennessee and in the life of Isaac Yoder. I believe that those doors are coming open for Isaac Yoder. Somebody write this down. I'm not a prophet. The next 10 days, Isaac Yoder is going to be released. I believe that. I believe that. Amen. 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 So Pastor Dunphy is moving ahead, right? Uh I see Laura Ann's pumping hard to get in there. No, you're not. She's got a hand up. I okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I get. I stay with me, man. I got some stuff. Okay. Go. Go, Laura Ann. Um. What if we on Sunday night do that? Do a a mass prayer, like we did at this for the Super Bowl, and stuff for all three of them. Awesome. I'm all in. Anybody else all in on that one? Anybody else all in? I am. Okay. Okay. Write it down. Tell everybody Sunday night at seven o'clock Eastern time. Good, good call. Seven o'clock Eastern time, Sunday night. Good call there. Uh, uh, my brain. Yeah, let's bring it and lock and load, right? Let's bring so. it, lock and load, man. This is this is war. Okay, this is is absolutely war. So let's go real quickly. Psalm thirty-three. Is it that we? Who's going to pray today? Somebody's because everybody wants to pray. I'll Get somebody else pray. Who's going to pray? Coach, I'll, I'll pray this morning. All right, Dave. Thanks. So let's go to Psalm, thir- uh, Psalm 33. Pull that up there for us, Spencer. Who's going to read Psalm 33? 
I can. Who's that, Betty? Yes, sir. Okay, start going, Betty. It's up there. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is calmly, calm, calmly for the upright. Praise the Lord with harps. Sing, sing unto him with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. I'm going to sing unto him a new song that those kingdoms are coming down. We don't hear that so much. I'm going to sing a new song that those guys are going to be released. I'm going to sing a new song that justice and mercy is going to, going to hold the day. I'm going to sing a new song. Amen. For the word of the Lord is right and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of he the Lord. He loves it. I'm going to love it. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and he, it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsels of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of non-effect. The counsels of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation who God, God is the Lord and the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looks, looks from heaven. He beholds all the sons of men. From the, place, from the place of his habitation, he looks upon the inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their hearts alike. He considers all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. Amen. Mighty man is not delivered by much strength. No way. And and horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great oh, strength. Horse ain't going to help you. Horse ain't going to help you. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon that that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. I fear in you, Lord. You're the beginning of wisdom, Lord. To deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For Amen. Our Lord for our Lord shall rejoice in him, because he, we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we hoped in thee. We hope in thee, Lord. Those prison doors are coming open, Lord. Release all those guys out of there, Lord. Do a miracle, Amen. Lord. Lord, continue to reveal the wickedness. Don't let Satan advance not one other step, Lord. Awaken your church that we would engage in the battle. Dave Allison, go ahead and pray, brother. Heavenly Father, we're thankful again for this gathering this morning. We're thankful for the opportunity to take communion, Lord, and celebrate the victory that you got on the cross, that by your blood our, um, our sins were forgiven. And, Lord, with, our, uh, with that forgiveness, Lord, uh, uh, we are we're gathered into the kingdom of heaven. Lord, your word says we're oppressed but not crushed, mm. persecuted but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Amen. I'm blessed beyond the cures, the curse, for your promise will endure. Amen. And Amen. the joy is going to come in the morning. We're believing for yeah. joy for Pastor Bill. He's Amen. Gonna, there's going to be some dancing going. That's what we're believing, oh, Lord. Yeah. Lord, that's we're believing in your word and we're trusting you, Lord. Let us faith be, let our faith be increased as we see your hand moved in this situation. Yes. And we can testify. That our God is great. Amen. Our God is faithful. Let our faith be increased, Lord. Amen. And we're as he sings in Jesus' precious name. 
Amen. 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 Let's let the Holy Spirit back in the church. Let's let the Holy Spirit come back in the church. You're welcome. Come on. You can come back. You can come back. Oh, my. I only got 27 minutes left. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Okay. I want to, I want to bang, bang some stuff here real quickly. I think it's important. Uh, uh, how about this one? Boy, is God is so good. Pull up number one. Pull up number one. God is so good. What the devil meant for bad, God meant for good. You guys ain't going to believe this. Thousands of schools are at risk of closing due to massive drop in enrollment. Huh? Amen. You know what happened? COVID, the kids had to stay home. The parents watched what the schools were teaching and said, I'm getting them out of there. I'm getting them out of there, man. So look, look. What an opportunity now for what we call here in Ohio, the backpack bill, which would be, we know now parents are pulling their kids out. What's that tell you? It's time for the money to follow the student. Amen. So that the parents who have paid their taxes, their tax dollars, if they want to stay home and homeschool their children, they get a refund from the government for their taxes that they spent. If they want to take their money and put it in Christian education, that money follows the student. No longer a monopoly of Satan, Lucifer, in control of the minds of our children. Folks, his kingdom's coming down right in front of us, whether you want to see it or not. That's why they are so desperate. They know it too. huh? Oh, yeah. They get the minds. They, have one, they are where they are because they have gotten the minds of the children. Hey, somebody help me out. Just evaluate for me real quickly. Your church's youth program. Is it anything at all capable of combating seven hours a day, five days a week, 180 days in the government schools? Your little hour of Sunday school, is that it? And for the most part, we know this. Parents aren't going home and training their children in righteousness. This is such a great, great thing that's going on. Thank you, God, for COVID. If it closes down those schools, thank you, God, for COVID. Bring up number three. I just, I just touched on it yesterday, right at the end of the show. But I want you guys, I want you to, to take a look at this again, because this is unbelievable. The U.S. government coerced leaders of faith. Your church pushed COVID vaccines. Your church did. <laughs> oh, yes, it did. The government, the government coerced leaders of the faith to push COVID-19 vaccine on Americans. Spencer, could you scroll down on that a little bit? I'm not going to take time to read all this stuff. But friends, this, let there be no doubt. The church is subservient to the government. It's a totally, completely upside down. Now, if this interests you, we'll put it in the chat and you can read it. I'm not going to read it to you. But I, I just passed over this yesterday for us to understand that the one who's supposed to be fighting the war for us, the body of Christ, is subservient to the government. Do you realize this? And why? Because the love of money is the root of all evil. They bought off the churches. They bought them off, right? We have proof of it right there. Cool. Pull up. Uh, uh, Eileen sent me this. This is good. Pull up number two. Pull up number, I'm just going to dump a lot of stuff on you here real quick, and then we'll move forward. Huh? But folks, 
good things going on, okay? World Economic Forum, Heritage President Goes Scorched Earth on the Global Elites. This is, see, if we would understand that Jesus Christ is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, not the World Economic Forum, and not the World Health Organization. If we would understand that Christ is King over all this mess, if Christians really understood that and really believed it, then we will overthrow these forces of darkness. We'll be able to do that, right? So listen to this. You want, you want to be encouraged? Three, uh, three minutes, 32 seconds of encouragement. Go ahead and play it. It's laughable that you would or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's equally, standing up for it. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's equally laughable to use the word dictatorship at Davos and, and aim that at President Trump. In fact, I think that's it's laughable that yeah, you would, or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's equally, standing up for it. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's equally laughable to use the word dictatorship at Davos and, and aim that at President Trump. In fact, I think that's absurd. But I'm going to step aside from that constructive criticism and instead answer your question. Yep. And, and I'm going to be substantive here. President Trump, if he's the next president, for that matter, I think whoever the next conservative president is going to take on the power of the elites, which I mentioned earlier. But there, the, the thing that I want to drive home here, the very reason that I'm here at Davos, is to explain to many people in this room and who are watching, with all due respect, nothing personal, but that you're part of the problem. Political elites tell the average people on three or four or five issues that the reality is X, when in fact reality is Y. Take immigration. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. The average person tells us in the United States that both rob them of the American way of life. They're right. President Trump will take that on on behalf of the average American. Elites also tell us that public safety isn't a problem in big American cities. Just travel to New York or Washington or Dallas, Texas. The average person will tell you that the lack of public safety damages not just the American way of life, but their life. President Trump will take that on. Thirdly, I guess the favorite at the World Economic Forum is climate change. Elites tell us that we, we have this existential crisis with so-called climate change, so much so that climate alarmism is probably the greatest cause for mental health crisis in the world. The solutions, the average person know, based on climate change, are far worse and more harmful and cost more human lives, especially in Europe during the time that you need heating, than do the problem and the problems themselves. Fourth, two more here, Robin. The fourth, China. The number one adversary, not just to the United States, but to free people on planet Earth. Not only... Do we at, at Davos not say that? We give the Chinese Communist Party a platform. Count on President Trump ending that nonsense. And fifth, as we sit here, another supranational organization, the World Health Organization, is discussing foisting gender ideology upon the global south. These are practices that are under review, if not being rejected, by countries in Northern Europe. The new president especially if it's President Trump, will, as you like to say, trust the science. He will understand the basic biological reality of manhood and womanhood. And do you know why? Not because of retribution, not because he's a dictator, but because he has the power of the American people behind him. And it's connected Amen. to Senator Portman's excellent point that in addition to needing a vigorous executive, 
We look forward to having the popular will inform both the House and Senate in 2025 to pass laws on all of those issues and many others. Ultimately, Robin, I think President Trump, if in fact he wins a second term, is going to be inspired by the wise words of Javier Millet, who said that he was in power not to guide sheep, but to awaken lions. That's what the average American and the average free person on planet Earth wants out of leaders. Boom! Boom! Isn't that what we want? Aren't you sick and tired? Sick and tired, sick and tired. I gotta show you, I gotta show you two things. Do you guys know that pull up numbers? You guys know what I went through with my medication, right? Lost my lost my you know, you know, I, I don't want to go back into that. Pull up number seven. Folks, it's all big sham. It's all a big sham. You guys ever heard of uncompensated care? Denver Hospital is in a financial crisis. Surge of illegal contributes to 130 million in uncompensated care. Meaning this, they get free medical treatment and they won't let me pay for my own, right? Folks, this Boom. is gonna happen by accident. You understand? You have to understand that the world has to destroy Christian America. They have to destroy freedom and liberty. Christian America. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. They have got to destroy it. Okay, sitting down, pull up for me. Oh, go number eight. I got I got a lot of stuff for you. Pull up number eight. Oh, yeah. White men no longer want to fight in the army. What? Scroll down. Underpinning the underpinning the this dramatic. Okay. It was reported how the U.S. Army has seen a dramatic fall in the numbers of white recruits. As a military.com website found, the Army fell 10,000 short. Underpinning this drop was a dramatic decrease in white recruits from 44,000 in 2018 to 25,000 in 2023. In other words, those guys saying, we ain't going to go fight and defend this crap. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. Hey, folks, we got a weak, 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 weak military because we've got trannies and women, no offense, women. we got trannies and women and homosexuals and heterosexuals and, and fighting to dis- protect this country. And the, the average uh, God-fearing white boy says, I ain't, I ain't fighting for that shit. Pardon my French. I'm not going to go lay down my life for that shit. Right? They're waking up, friends. Pardon my SAIT. Some of that makes you matter. Oh, the coach said that bad. Okay, one more. Come on. Come on. Come on. Where, where is it? Uncompensated care. I saw, I showed you that. One more thing. Which one was? Oh, yeah. Okay. You sitting back? Huh? Number four. Number four. Pull it up there. Stay right there. How long is this? Five minutes. Put it at 1.5 speed. And, folks, this, you better understand that we're, are you looking at me? We're at war now. We're already at war. It may not be guns and bullets, but we're at war right now. Right now. And can I show you how it's going on? You ready? You sitting down? Go ahead. The story of history is the story of invasions. One group of people moving into someone else's land and taking it. One nation ends, another begins. Invasions drive history. Few Americans understand this is happening to them right now. The United States of America is being invaded. For the love of God, this is a damn invasion. Who is allowing this? They invaded our privacy. I think it's an invasion of the country. In other words, it's ending. The country you grew up in no longer exists. Soon it will be unrecognizable. No one is fighting back. Few are even acknowledging it. And the people who lead us are letting it happen. Why are leaders letting this happen? Well, to destroy the country and to change the demographics. 
Who lives here determines what the country's like. This country is changing faster than you may understand. Americans are being replaced. That's not a conspiracy theory, it's a fact. In August of 2023, illegal immigration outpaced American births, a brand new population. Last year alone, over three million people came here illegally just over our southern border. The media won't tell you it's happening, but if you look around, you can see it, and you can see it most clearly in our cities, which are collapsing. We elect people to protect us. That's what politicians are paid to do. But they've done the opposite. They've sold us out, and they've crushed what our ancestors built. Take a look at our cities. They're hellish, and immigration is the reason. The city of Chicago was in tough shape even before Joe Biden opened the border. Now, parts of it are basically uninhabitable. Even the socialist mayor of Chicago says the city is breaking under the strain. Without real significant um, investment from our federal government, it won't just be the city of Chicago that won't be able to maintain this mission. It's the entire country that is now at stake. Chicago's politicians may complain about illegal immigration in public, but in private, they're paying for it with your money. They're spending more on illegal aliens than on their own citizens. They're doing this secretly. They're hiding it from the public. Our team uncovered a shadow terminal, for example, inside Chicago O'Hare Airport. Hundreds of migrants were being hidden there secretly. Our team pulled up with cameras rolling, and at first we didn't see much. The city erected a black tarp to hide what was going on. The motive was simple. They didn't want us to see it. And a third-party security group paid for with your tax dollars told us that was prohibited. We weren't allowed to see. What are you doing? I want to look inside. For what? For what? They weren't local or federal law enforcement, so we ignored them. They had no authority. They were rent-a-cops. Inside, our team found more than 100 beds on the floor. The smell was overpowering, repulsive. It was filthy. But it's not just airport terminals have been given over to people who've come here illegally from the poorest countries in the world without permission, criminally, and yet being supported in every detail of their lives by taxpayers. No, even police stations in Chicago have been turned into refugee camps. This is new video never seen before of what's actually happening inside Chicago's police stations. Keep in mind, the people who work in those police stations are paid to protect you, but that's not what they're doing. They're running refugee camps for illegal aliens. As our cameraman approached the Chicago police precinct in the city's downtown to see what was happening inside, you see people come out, illegal aliens, shooting in the middle finger and yelling. They didn't hide their hostility. Many other illegals have been pushed into poorer, prominently black neighborhoods on the South Side. We went there. We spoke to someone who has lived on the South Side of Chicago virtually his entire life. He's enraged by how the city has fallen apart under its sanctuary city policy. Andre Smith, CEO of Chicago Against Violence. I don't know the count, but I know that the readiness, the language of sanctuary city, state, and county should have had a plan, but it led to a massive destruction. I have seen almost the worst of the worst in Chicago. But seeing this migrant crisis was the most devastating thing that I ever seen. You live in America, the place you grew up, the place you'd like to see your children grow up in much the way that you did. But that won't be possible because of the single greatest sellout in our history. Hundreds of years of America eliminated by an invasion that our leaders made possible. You should know that. Huh, well, somebody help me out here. Does anybody remember? Yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah, fundamentally transform the United States of America. Does anybody remember some uh, first black president? Not that it has anything to do with it, other than they told us he was, right? Transform, fundamentally transform America. And isn't it amazing when Donald Trump came into office, love him or hate him, it was after eight years of Obama transforming, radically transforming America, Trump comes in for four, everybody hates him, and then they give us Joe Biden, a senile vice president of Obama, and Obama still behind the scenes, pulling all the strings because Obama's people are in power in Washington, D.C. Does anybody see it? Anybody see it? Boom. And so what, see, so what they're doing, see, is they're forcing you and me to the breaking point. That's why they're arresting all these guys, putting in J6s, because why? They see these guys as the leaders, and they know that when this pushback comes, they better have those leaders locked up in jail. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got to get those guys locked up in jail. 
Oh, folks, this is so insidious, so deep, so dark, so dark. Okay, I'm going to open. I got more. Trust me. I got more. I'm going to. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. I could that. Oh, I can do that later. I can do that. Somebody come on in. Dave, I've got a quick question. Okay, Roger. As a parent, you know, I look at my three kids. I've got one that's all in. One is probably halfway in. Uh, my daughter, um, you know, she just is living. Uh, we've got to share stuff with them, but we also, I mean, what, what, I mean, we hit them too hard. They're going to go running. Right. Um, but I think we have to be willing to venture out preserving the Thanksgiving table for all of them to join us. But we have to go out at least with our immediate family and uh, tell them what's going, what's happening. And I, I went to my son's house the other day and I said, went to the basement. I said, I want this area of mine. What do you want that for? I don't care. I just want this area. We're putting shelves up here and uh, I'm going to start sending you stuff. <laughs> uh, but, and he was all in, but uh, you know, so many of our kids, they're, they're kind of in, they're kind of not, you know, you've said it before that sometimes your family thinks you're nuts. Sometimes mine does, you know, but We've got to reach out at a minimum, at a minimum to our kids and our mm-hmm. green and tell them this is coming. This immigration thing is unbelievable. When you think of what is going on, it is unbelievable. So that's all I got. It's, it's unbelievable. And Roger, it just hasn't, most of us, most of you guys watching here right now don't live in the city. Most of us are country poke, right? Most of us are. We don't see it yet. We don't see it. But I'm going to tell you something. When they come over the hill from Columbus into Buckeye Lake and Hebron and Thornville, the government ain't going to do anything about it, friends. The government's the problem. The government's pushing it. Randy. Well, this this is what judgment does, Coach. It, Sir. it brings everybody to reality. And, and Rogers, he's, he's kind of hitting on it, but, but here's the finish, Roger. The, the people of us, like us, who have stood up against the evil, who have said, you know, we, we want no part of this world, this Babylonian system, all the children and all the people that we've spoken to and witnessed this to, Coach, for the last five, ten years, they're going to come running back. Hey, you set a standard, you raise the flag of Jesus Christ, and then when the times, when the, the, the what, you know, what hits the fan, guess who comes running back? All <laughs> the people who you witness to. And so just be ready to take care of them, feed them, clothe them, and, and they're going to listen this time. So this, <laughs> this is God setting up his, his, his judgment. And, Amen. And it's all good. Okay, the purpose of judgment is for salvation. For okay. Correction. If you if you don't repent, coach, it's devastation. So your hesitation is only your devastation is only as lengthy as your hesitation. Amen. Good word, Randy. Kelly, then Sheila. Kelly's hey, coach. Good morning. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, Kelly. Hey, I just put in the link. Uh, I put in a link for the border convoy, Kim. Uh, uh, Kim Yader and others uh, are going to be doing a border convoy on February 3rd. It starts before that, I think, back in Virginia. It'll be going to Texas, 
and from San Diego to Arizona. And I'll be joining her in San Diego. I put the link. It's a promo video. It's about a minute and a half. It's really good. I don't know if you can show it quick, but it's really good. Maybe tomorrow or sometime, not tomorrow, but sometime soon. But it shows kind of what's going on and the need uh, to have that and the invasion that's going on, as you just mentioned. Amen. Okay, Kel, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to capture that. Uh, give a give a peek. Well, we can do it. Be, it'll be on Monday. Not that I don't. I don't just that's think perfect. I, I just, I, yeah, I don't think I have time to do it right now, Kelly. That's the only reason I hesitate. No, no, that's fine. But it just it fits in with what you're talking about, coaches. That's a big, big problem. It is an invasion. Folks, they have to destroy Christian America. Do you understand that? Do you understand it? And until you understand, until you get that, you're not going to understand what's going on. They got to destroy us. Sheila. Did we lose you? Jeff Klein. I'm sorry. The there you go. There you go. There you go. years ago. 50 years ago, guys. And when I was going through this all through the 90s, they knew all the numbers, they knew what was happening, and they knew it was illegals, and that's why they wanted new laws. And I said, you don't need laws for illegals. And they said, we don't have anything for them because they're the ones that are doing this. And so we wrote the laws, and guess what? Nobody ever got arrested. They've known this. And they let them ruin business owner, homeowners is what they focused on. They had people full time in our county offices writing down the social security numbers of all those people. Mm. And we mentioned before, there's so many dead people voting because they started practicing with dead social security numbers off of death certificates. So nobody would sue them while they honed their plan. Unbelievable. unbelievable. And the FBI has known this entire time and no one has corrected it. Well, because the FBI is part of the part of the plot. Part of the plan, right? Folks, do you have any idea how many American citizens we're aborting? What we're bringing in? Do you have any idea? Did you see that chart that showed for the first time in American history, uh, immigration is greater than birth rate? Huh? Jeff Klein. Coach, just a question here this morning. If anybody knows the information on this, but I got a group, few people reaching out to me yesterday because we've been talking local, local, local. This, these people are reaching out to me to hook me into this guy. And I don't know who he is yet. Tommy Z, we the people. He does a yeah, podcast. I know he is. Yeah, I know he is. Okay. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know much about him, but they're reaching out because of our commissioner race, our sheriff race. They're, they want me to get involved in this thing. And I'm, and so they want me to meet a couple of these people today. And I'm just going give, to give them some questions and find out. But I don't know who this Tommy Z is. Never heard him. But Yeah, he's okay. He's a good guy. He's All a good right. guy. Yeah, he's, he's trying to fight the fight just like everybody else is. It's the same problem, right? We don't, we don't work together. He's I mean, I'm not, I'm not accusing him of that, but we yeah. don't work together. There's no work. That's what they're reaching out and want to work together, and they want to yeah. reach out for the races yeah. here and also Pastor Bill. See, so, so we, 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 uh, we work together. And the work, uh, the organization we work together with is the Republican Party. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, oh, they will, they will stand against these local Republicans that are phonies. You know what I mean? So yeah. we'll find out what's going on. Amen. No, Tom Z's a good guy, man. Joe Allen. Coach talks about force a lot. Right now, the governors of each state is requesting volunteers to house immigrants yeah. in their own home if they got extra room. What happens when they start forcing you? Well, no, it's coming, sorry. baby. Huh? It's coming. Huh? 
We, we, we didn't push back when they started teaching transgenderism to our kids. Why are we going to fight by it now? We didn't fight back when they started locking up guys in J6. Why, why would we fight back now? We didn't fight back when they kicked inflation so high you couldn't afford to feed your family, raise your taxes. Why, why, why would we fight back now? Huh? Why would the church father raptures coming? You can see it. Why would we do that? Why would we, not, why would we do that? It'll be, it'll be good, man. See, they won't have to do a nuclear war because the nuclear war will just destroy the infrastructure. They'll just overrun us with people coming from foreign countries. So America will never be America again. That's all. Isn't it funny that Donald Trump said, let's make America great again? I want to make America America again. How about that? <laughs> let's try that one. Let's make America America again. Kevin. So in the UN's own documentation on replacement population, where it lays out using migration as a weapon, their plan, and this is documented, you can look it up, is that the population of America by 2050 will be over 600 million people. And that the native population, native-born Americans, would only account for 30% of the population, and 70% would be foreign-born brought in. That is the end of America right there. Okay, so folks, listen, listen, listen. You're looking at me? I know you are. You're looking at me. I, I don't... Uh... If Donald Trump is playing for the other team, then it's over. It's over anyway, right? But from where I sit, MAGA is our only hope. And I'm going to tell everybody I know to tell everybody they know to vote for Donald Trump. Amen. He's screwing us. We're screwed anyway. You understand? But the only hope we have, see, there are millions and millions and millions of people who have lined up behind Trump. Is he, is he a plant? Is he heading in the wrong direction? God knows. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. But the conglomerate of people who are following him are not following him. They're following a movement. He's the Amen. first one to stand up against all this stuff. I don't know if he's honest. I don't know. I don't know if he's a Mason. I don't know. But the team is the right team. It's the team. It's not him. He could have a heart attack tomorrow. It's the team. And can't you see the Republicans don't want him? They claim to represent our team. They don't want our team. The Republican Party hates us. So they got us fighting against each other. Mickey Haley. Oh, guy down in Florida. Oh, DeSantis. Boom. Huh? Right? Thing's over with. Trump's the guy. Swallow your pride. Swallow what you say. If we do not get behind MAGA, we have no chance. And if MAGA is a PSYOP, we're screwed anyway. And I'm going to tell you, Tell your Christian buddies and your Christian softies to quit sucking on their thumb because Trump is too much of a whatever it is they want to say. If we do not get on that horse and ride, we'll be riding off into the sunset. So he put on help. Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Tell everybody you know, Sunday night, 7 o'clock. We'll be right at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time or Daylight Time, whatever it is. Got to run. God bless you.